Hey, thanks for listening to the Cascading Beer Podcast. Uh, just before we get into this episode, just wanted to say that this was recorded before the COVID-19 crisis hit and uh, forced the closure of uh, many small businesses around the world, uh, including in British Columbia. At the time of the release of this episode, uh, some businesses are starting to open again. And so uh, if you want to go and visit your local breweries again, be sure to check out their social media accounts and their websites uh, for the latest open hours and policies uh, to attend their tasting rooms. At the moment, it's still really not encouraged to travel widely uh, apart from your local area, but that doesn't mean that you can't spend this time to plan a little holiday once we're allowed to move a little more freely around the Pacific Northwest again. In the meantime, I hope you do enjoy this episode. Have fun, be safe, and remember, support your local. This episode has been made possible by the BCL Trail. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the bcltrail.ca. Welcome to the Cascadian Beer Podcast. My name's Aaron and I'm a Cascadian. In this podcast series, I profile breweries around Cascadia, a region that has a strong presence in the international beer scene. If this is your first time here, welcome. I hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast, and I do hope you subscribe in your favorite podcast app. That way you'll never miss a future episode. I'm in the Cowichan Valley visiting a brewery who's been around since 2018. Small Block Brewing is located in the township of Duncan on Vancouver Island. I sat down with one of the co-owners. I am Aaron Scally, co-owner of Small Block Brewing Company right here in Duncan, British Columbia. Kate Scally, other co-owner of Small Block Brewing. That's the two co-owners. Two co-owners sitting on a picnic table in your tasting room. And uh, it's a lovely day outside. And uh, you're in a really cool spot here, like right on the highway in Duncan. So if somebody was on the island trying to find you, what's the best way to describe how to get over here? Well, one of the one of the good landmarks is the old farm market on the south end of Duncan before you enter into Duncan. So on the uh, on the east side of the highway is the old farm market, red farm building. We're just about 300 meters north of there on the right hand side. Brilliant. And then your GPS will also show you that way. Too. And then your GPS or your BC Ale Trail app will take you directly to us. Exactly. You know, it's actually, we should talk to the developers because there needs to be like a navigation thing built in the BC Ale Trail yeah, app. Yeah, there That's should be a button that you press that takes you directly to the brewery. Walking and driving directions. Yes. There you go. So uh, the question I'd love to start off with is, how did beer find you? How did beer find us? Well, like most Canadians, beer found me at a, you know, at the legal drinking age, and we made good friends, shook hands and took off from there. How did beer find me as far as making beer? Uh, about 10 years ago, I broke my arm at work and I went out to workman's compensation and I was bored. I'm a very active sort of person. So I thought, you know what? I should start making my own beer. So sure enough, we started making beer. One-armed beer. One-armed beer. I was yeah. the one-armed beer maker. And I got carried away. I made way too much beer, mm -hmm. way too quickly. Yep. Couldn't 
possibly consume all of it myself. So started handing it off to friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, fairly soon I was uh, getting requests to make specific styles or make extra batches of certain things. Mm -hmm. And uh, away we were off to the races. Right. Sounds very similar to my story, but only I started recording about beer rather than opening a brewery. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, you, I know you get crazy. You get that first batch and you're like, oh, it's amazing. And then you buy two other fermenters and you're like, exactly. I, can, I can rank exactly. this up. And it just like, keeps on growing and growing. Right. So then how did this brewery idea come about? I don't even know if I should tell this part of the story. So uh, apparently a unnamed police force ended up buying a great deal of the beer and sending in requests for what I was going to make next. Right. So it suddenly came to pass that it looked like we were bootlegging to some constabulary, right. uh, which, which had, you know, both moral, financial and possible penitentiary sort of implications to it. So it that, was time. No, that beer better have been good. <laughs> it was good, but it seemed like it was time to either stop or go legit. Right, right. right. And so here we are. And so, so here we are. Right. And so again, that timeline of ramping up your uh, possible bootlegging production till now. Well, till now was probably about seven, eight years in the making. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a nice, comfortable runway there. So, right. Yeah. So uh, small block, where does the name come from and what's the idea? Oh, well, I mean, one of the other things was that I used to always be a hot rod builder and uh, used to do a fair bit of my uh, beer drinking in the garage over the top of one engine or another or in and out of one old vintage car or another being on the less affluent side of things. I always used a small block instead of a big block, right? Enough to get things done and, and still have some fun. Right. A lot like the philosophy of our business, right? We didn't go in hard and buy absolutely every piece of equipment that we possibly could, but we got enough together to make this thing work and be able to provide a great product to the local community. Yeah. So what's the size of the brew house back there? What's inside of the brew house? We've got a 10 hectoliter system and uh, we've got about, uh, it's it, interestingly enough, it's uh, direct gas fired instead of being a steam fired plant. So that allows us to do some interesting stuff with caramelization inside the kettle that you can't necessarily do with steam. Outside of that, we've got a, uh, we've got four uh, fermenters and we've got five bright tanks. So that's the cold side of the house. Right. Cool. And then uh, a canning line too. Yeah. We've got a, a small, uh, here's the plug, Twin Monkeys Gunnison canning line. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an all-in-one nice little compact setup that allows us to, you know, most of our batches are only about uh, a thousand liters. So we usually split batch, half of it goes into cans and half of it goes into kegs or onto tap here. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. So process in terms of finding this building and opening, what, what was that timeline and what were the challenges involved in? Took us about two years to get into this building. And, uh, we shopped all around the, the Duncan couch and area for something that had as much exposure as we could get. And also where they would allow us to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there weren't just a whole bunch of places that were zoned properly for beer or alcohol production in the, in the couch and area. Right. Once you had the building, uh, how long was that build out? The build out was actually pretty short. We had the whole place built out uh, from September of 2017 was the start. 2018, we opened the doors for actual service to customers just before St. Patrick's Day. So September to March. Right. 
that's that's a quick turnaround yeah yeah cool so in terms of the beer styles what are you focusing on we really focus on british inspired ales so you'll find a lot of uh malt forward old world sort of beers Every Friday night, we have a, uh, a cask where we do experiment a little bit more with adjuncts and mm-hmm. other flavorings into the beer. So we get to cask age some stuff, but we only really commit to about 19 liters of something uh, strange or interesting. Yeah. But we do that every week. So right. something interesting for the customers in a beer that they're already familiar with, but with some some uh, different adjuncts and some different aging styles with it. Right. So then uh, what are your core lineup beers and do you have a core really? <sighs> we, we thought we had a core lineup of beers, but the cust- I just want to take a moment to talk about the BCL trail and thank them again for making this episode possible. And now you can also download the BCL trail app. The BCL trail showcases many parts of the province on their website and you'll find recommended itineraries for each region, a comprehensive list of every craft brewery in BC calendar of beer events, and a blog with lots of great stories. The regional ale trails include local breweries, pubs, and restaurants, along with other activities the area has to offer. The app gives users the ability to collect rewards by visiting the breweries and related businesses or events, which can be redeemed for merchandise and other discounts at participating locations. So whether you're planning a weekend trip or just being a tourist in your own backyard, let the BC Ale Trail guide you to your next beer adventure. Arrive thirsty, leave inspired at the BC Ale Trail. .ca. In terms of like, cause you're canning and stuff, do you distribute throughout the province or just the island or? We don't distribute throughout the province. So far we're distributing on the island and it's not wide, widespread distribution. We do have some clients all the way from Victoria up to uh, Nanaimo. Right. Yep. All right. Cool. Limited distribution so far. No provincial liquor store, but we are in a bunch of the cold beer and wine stores. All right. Cool. And then like in terms of where do we go from here? I mean, are you comfortable at the size at the moment? Is there, are there expansion plans in the works? Like what's, what's happening? We're really looking at expanding our distribution on the Island. First of all, mm-hmm. and does that involve like a tank upgrade in the back or you, uh, so far we should be able to handle the next 18 months or thereabouts with the, the tank capacity that the, we have at the moment. Uh, and then we'll start looking at, uh, expanding the cold house and looking at, uh, possibly uh, a larger canning line or what have you in order to be able to accommodate further distribution. Right. Cool. And if somebody was wanting to go down the path of opening up a brewery themselves, what would be some advice you could give them? Do as much research as you possibly can beforehand. Don't go in under finance to make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row and a solid business plan. Uh, Research the local market, find out what the beer tastes are and what, what the local area will support. Sweet. Well, Hey, from one double A to another. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. It was very nice having you here. Big thank you to Aaron for his time and uh, the rest of the crew there at Small Block. Uh, That was the end. That was actually the last brewery that I visited before uh, all the COVID lockdown madness happened. So it was a great way to to uh, go into isolation uh, with some great beers from them and um yeah it was just it was it was a great trip it was a it was a great end to a great trip and uh yeah who knew that was going to be uh the last trip for a while but uh, anyway uh can't wait to visit you guys again soon really looking forward to getting back over to the island big thanks again to the bcl trail for making this episode possible you can check them out at bcltrail.ca I hope you're subscribed in your podcast app uh, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a future episode. And if you want to see uh, more episodes and 
photos and all that fun stuff, you can go to the website at Cascadian.beer and you can follow me along on social media. I'm on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cascadian beer on Twitter at Cascadian beer and on Instagram at Cascadian beer podcast. Thank you so much again for your time. I really do appreciate it. And until next time, remember support your local. <laughs>